There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Intefel of the Anakazo Assembly's Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Intefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anakazo Assembly's Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord Jesus Christ a wonderful clap offering. Is that all you can do for Jesus? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Going deeper, going deeper, lift up your hands and pray. It is our cry, Lord. It is our cry, Lord. It is our cry, Lord. 
It is our cry, Lord. It's our cry, Lord. The Father, take us deeper, Lord. Take us deeper, Lord. Take us deeper, Lord. Take us deeper, Lord. Hey, Mosenda Debra Kabalaba. Reba Sendelebet. Let this be your prayer. Let it be your prayer. Cry unto the Lord. Ask the Lord, take me deeper. Ask the Lord, take me deeper. Ask the Lord, take me deeper. We stayed on the outside court, Lord, for a long time. But Father, we have come here and we are asking the Father, rekindle the love, Lord. Rekindle the love. Rekindle the fire once again. Oh, Mokabala Brakaba. Take us back to the first love, Lord. To our first love, Lord. Rekindle, Lord. Rema Sagaba. Higher, Lord. Deeper, Lord. Deeper, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Please be seated. How God takes you deeper. Number one, God takes you deeper through your hunger and thirst for more. Amen. How many of you are testing for more and are hungry for more? Amen. Number two. Number two. God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. Amen. Amen. Eh? Yeah. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. 18 and 19. NIV. To the angel of the church in Titeria write, These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know that your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Amen. The church of Titeria was recognized for doing more than they did at the beginning. If you won 20 souls in 1995, how come you are still winning 20 souls this year? Surely, a whole lot of things transpire as the years go by. Ships and planes are bigger than they were at first. Shops and malls are bigger than they have ever been. Why should churches not be bigger too? Why should you not do more than you did at the beginning? If you are doing less today, it should spare you on to do more. What is your calling? What has God given you to do? You must do more. And you must do better than you did at the beginning. Do not be satisfied with your results. Are you doing more than you did at the beginning? 
So, God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. You see, many people are satisfied with how they started. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But you should not be satisfied and remain at how you started. You must be desirous of doing more, achieving more, creating more, fulfilling more, performing more, ministering more, advancing more in the things of God. Hallelujah. Eh? Yeah. Now, some of you have been shepherds for the past five years. But now you should be a pastor. No, you should be a pastor by now. Some of you have been in lay ministry for 30 years. By now you should have been in full-time ministry. No, you should have advanced into full-time ministry. Eh? Yeah. So God doesn't want you to remain just at where you are. This year, January, you want five souls. February, you want seven souls. March, zero. April, zero. May, we are in uh, uh, August. Your basenta that when you started, you had eight members in uh, January. By, by now, you should have added maybe ten more people. You should be having 18, 20. As we are speaking now, you are left with one and a half. Your center meetings is level one and a half. The one and a half is one young man and a woman with their child at the back. Because you have refused to do more evangelism. You have refused to do more follow-up. Eh? This just by the way, at the end of this session, I'd like to meet with all uh, pastors, all ministers, shepherds, all bishops, please. Okay, just in case I forget. Okay, I want to meet uh, with you. Alright, so where Reverend Arthur is? Reverend Arthur, can you lift up your hand? Yeah, that's the place that we are meeting. Very important place. Hallelujah. So you must do more. God gave you a talent to sing. You have been singing for 15 years. Where are your albums? Where are your, where's your music? Well, no, where's your music? Do you understand it? God has given you the ability to be a praise and worship leader. You must advance. Now, when you stand and you pick the mic and you are ministering, we should all be falling down. There must be healings. There must be deliverance. I got what I'm saying. Eh? Oh, yeah. I really miss when it comes to praise and worship in our church. I miss the years 
Bishop Eddie used to take us. Oh, in fact, sometimes I tell him that he, he, I said, Bishop, you have spoiled the praise and worship in the church. You went off too early. Yeah. You see, some of you praise and worship leaders, your praise and worship is not nice. Your songs are the same. One day I told one of the people who sing for me, I said, you sing the same songs all the time. We are tired. Boys are bread. If you play the keyboard, there are levels. There are levels. There are levels. in secondary school I had a friend and in music we taught a little distance so we learned um, there was a song called Yaposa yes yeah, and the, uh, now my friend and myself we learned that and that's all that. So if I play it, then you'll be singing. Yeah, I've forgotten the words. Yeah. That's all that we know up to today. See, I've not done more. Because I'm not a keyboardist. But you say you're a keyboardist. C sharp. That's it. If the thing changes more, no. But I see you doing more. You are doing more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You came to this camp as a potential shepherd. You shouldn't end there. Do you understand it? You should become a... Re- and then some of you, are, you, are, you say you are a shepherd, but you are, you are not a real shepherd because you have not passed posts. Right. Proof of shepherding... Uh, uh, proof of shepherding exams. You have not passed... And you are called shepherd, and you like the title. The doctor, when we came to your workplace, we said we want to, you know, so Emmanuel uh, Kujo. They said Emmanuel Kujo. No, we don't have any Emmanuel Kujo here. Say, really? Now, when we said, please, which church? We said, oh, like, ah, uh, please, is it? Shepherd Emmanuel Kujo. Is it Shepherd Emmanuel Kujo? He said, Yeah, look. Meanwhile, you don't have any sheep. You have no passports. Amen. If the Lord has blessed you, okay, financially to support the ministry, do more. Let your giving go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Are you getting that? Yes. God wants you to do more. Now, Jesus Christ met 
Peter uh, Andrew, James and John they were fishing they said follow me follow me do you understand three years later three years later the whole ministry that he came to start uh, they have gone so deep that he said I hand it over to you I hand over the whole ministry to you ah. want to play professional football do you get it Uh, you have to do more yeah you understand it don't only know how to play uh, uh, center back you must be versatile like Asian how many of you remember Asian in fact Asian you could even play number 5 with his height yeah. And you'll be useful. You know? Now, all of you, most of you here, you are living in a technological age. I will advise all of you learn a lot of things. Learn computers, learn technology. I get what I'm saying. Be able to do so many things. It will help you. It will help you. Now, in our churches, there are so many things. Um, projection of the scriptures. Lightning. To do lightning. Sound. Do you understand it? Photography. Eh? Is that also? Dancing. Uh, did you know that? Did you know that there are people, their profession is dancing and training people to dance? And they have clients. So those of you who are in our churches, who are the, the, the leaders of the dancing stars, you know how to, you better go deeper with it. Now let me tell you something. In this world, now watch, watch this. When you come to, especially Africa, we make a mistake. You see, we, we all want to be doctors, engineers. And, no, abroad, it's not like that. What is it that the child likes? Let him do it. And they make a lot of money out of it. They make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. But the important thing is that whatever the Lord has given you to do, okay, make sure that you do more as you progress. Many of you lay pastors who have not progressed. You have not progressed in the anointing. You have not progressed in the doctrines and the teachings of the house. Yes. We should find you holding the books in other churches and other ministries. Blessing them. Yeah. But you have not progressed. So God wants you to do more. No, last year the Lord spoke to me. He said, you have, you have, you are not teaching as much as you used to. You are not teaching as much as you used to. I, I was thinking about it. I 
said, no, I have to correct it. And this year, I've been teaching more. I've been teaching more. And he said, I've put so much in you. Let it come out. You see, the Lord was convincing me. You see, he said, uh, God takes you uh, deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. There's always a starting point, but don't just end there. Don't just end there. You have to go higher, 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 and deeper. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you going to do that? So what is it that you have been doing that you can go deeper? Then you can do more. Perhaps you can start one other service apart from just one service. Perhaps instead of pastoring one bar center, okay, you can you can plant or create two more bar centers. Perhaps instead of overseeing uh, three bar centers, you can oversee four. Eh? Maybe now you only teach, but do more by praying for the sick also and flowing the power of God. Maybe you have just one church or two churches. Plant more. Plant more. See, Jesus kept on moving. He kept on moving. He kept on moving. He kept on moving. He kept on moving. Yeah. Doing more. Preaching more. Healing more. Delivering more people from demons. Yeah. Hello? So God wants you to do more than you did at the beginning. Thank God for what you did at the beginning. Eh? Yeah. When I look at prophet, that is what I see in his life. He's always doing more. If he's crusades, more. No, you don't see him doing just one, two crusades, he's come to relax. More. Like now, as you have entered into the season, all right, he just came back from Cameroon. Okay, he's getting ready to go to Madagascar. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. By the way, I hope you remember that 28th of this month is Global Healing Jesus Service. Clap your hands for the Lord. So on that day, the service is dedicated to us supporting eh, evangelism. On that day, all of us will bring a special offering in a special envelope to say, Prophet, you are going. We, we, we are not able to come because we are working, we are going to school. But we are supporting you with an offering. Yeah. Is, is it a good thing? And then those of us who are not Ben MP uh, partners, what is Ben MP? Ben B is what? 
beautiful. E is what? Exciting. Then N is what? Nice. And then M is what? Mood changing and then partner. So, let's say beautiful, exciting, nice, mood changing partners. Amen. When, when, when we had um, how I came to be anointed conference, one of the Healing Jesus board members, you see, from Swaziland, preached here about the benefits of being a Ben MP. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amen. I got what I'm saying. Speaking the Holy Ghost, somebody. launched it in the Anakazu assemblies. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So do more. Say, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more now than when I began. So everybody, what is it that you are doing now? Do more than you used to do. Don't go back. Don't fall back. Many of you have fallen back. Your zeal must increase. It must be to remember Shamokwe. How many of you remember Shamokwe? There was a very famous Accra House of Folk player. He was a striker. He was very, very good. But I think the English was not working well. Yeah. So one day in a in a match, you know, the coach, you know, he, he as a striker, he had gone to uh he was you know a striker is used to the front. But I think there was too much pressure at the back. So the coach needed even the strikers to go and defend a little. So so you Shamo, fall back. Shamon fall back. So when it had 
fall back, you are standing and you just fell like that. Look, mean somebody told me, I don't know whether it's a real, but you know, you know, Ghana, Ghana, they are stories so. You know, Ghana is a very nice place to live. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one day, one day he was counting his money. He was very happy. So somebody asked him, what are you doing? He said, I'm reading my money. There was a boxer in the in the western region. He was called Ekonkrani. Yeah, he was a heavyweight champion, very fat. So, and he could eat a lot. So he went to chop by. And then those days, those days, when he came, then he said, "Mommy." Remember about to fufu. I'm coming to buy fufu. Then they told him that oh, fufu no onion ready. But now osi januda. You know we are we are now you know, it's now uh, on fire. We are now boiling the plantain and the distant. Then in those days, he said damiza. Mambanche five hundred and I'm fanching fufu. So that means I'm banching five hundred for food. But, but, but eh? they should give him five hundred worth of uh, cities worth of cancer for him to eat to wait for the real thing. Yeah. He shows you that he was going deeper. Yeah. I heard that one day he was fighting. You know, the guy was hitting him. The opponent was hitting. So that his fans were saying, Echo, Bonibier. That is, you also hit him. Then he said, Well, I saw another go Bonibier. <laughs> you also get up from there and come and hit. Hey, Ghana. Eh? No, Ghana is the best place to live. Oh, clap for Ghana. Think Ghanaians will just make you know a joke out of it. We are moving off. We are moving on. Cry. It's better. It's better than taking guns to kill ourselves. We shall not take guns to kill ourselves. In the name of Jesus. But I was saying that many of you have fallen back. Your zeal. And when I look at lay pastors. Pastors, honestly, eh? you have made the lay ministry a pale shadow of what it used to be. Oh, yes, we sacrificed, we traveled, we gave our money with joy, with excitement. I mean, there are still some very good ones. Oh, yes. There are still some very good. I mean, Reverend Arthur is right here. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. 70 years plus this year. Reverend Abwaji has been pastoring, moving here. Go here. Go here. Go here. Go here. He's always going with joy. We've transferred him to so many places. Never complained. Amen. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. But that cannot be said, you know, for many lay pastors. You have gone back. May the Lord give you a new strength. Receive new energy. Receive new excitement. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord renew your strength and your joy to do more than you did from the beginning. Amen. Number three. God takes you deeper by showing you that God is good. God takes you deeper. All right. The sound people, thank you very much. The mic is very powerful. God bless you. As in since yesterday, we have been going deeper. God takes you deeper. All right. Now, before 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 I go to point number three, let me give you what you must do more than you have done before. Things that you must do more than you have done before. Amen. Bishop Eric, please approach the bench. Number one, study the word of God more. Study the word of God more. Amen. Amen. Study the word of God more. Number two, pray more. Pray more. Okay? If you have been praying for 30 minutes, move to one hour. If you have been praying for one hour, move to two hours. Move to three hours. Move to five hours. Move to seven hours. Move to 12 hours. Move to all day prayer. Two days, three days. Pray more. Amen. Pray more than you have been praying. Study the word of God more than you have been studying. Number three. Evangelize more. Evangelize more. Do more outreaches. Amen. As a shepherd, as a pastor, as a church. Huh? More of everything. More. Now, look at me. How many of you realize that there's more wickedness in the world? More stealing, more corruption, more killing, more hatred. I get what I'm saying. Alright? And therefore, in the kingdom, okay, we must also rise up and do more 
Otherwise, the wickedness in the world will overshadow totally the good that the church can do. Yeah. And that is why I am blessed by the pastor that God has given to us. That he leads us to do more all the time. Oh no. If you if 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 you are part of the flow prayer meetings, you, you understand what I'm talking about. How many of you can see that? You hear him say, We have started another church here. We have started another church here. Eh? We have bought land here. You know, we are building here. And then not just talk. The pictures are there for you to see. Yeah. More. Create more basontes, pastors. Next one. Create more basontes. Next one. Create more basentes. Basenta perforation. Create more. Yeah, I've brought 140 young uh, graduates from a, a, a new convert school. I brought them here. Yes, I brought them here. And we are going to train them. In another about three months, they are all going to be ready to start percentage. And I'm going to group them in three, three, three. That's about 40 to 50 new percentage. about that. That is why you are a pastor. You are here. You have three, three shepherds here. Now, I was asking some pastors. How many people are coming? Seven. Oh, three, four. Yeah. Eh? Next one. Give more. Give more. Give more offerings. Give more to the kingdom work. Amen. Next one. Travel more for the for the for the for the gospel. Travel more for the gospel. Yeah. Even as a lay shepherd, a lay pastor, alright, you can travel more for the gospel. You hear that healing Jesus could say this happens, but you can go. People go, they travel on their own and go. Eh? You have some conference somewhere, go. Maybe you have the ability to go and evangelize, evangelize somewhere, go. Travel, go and do it. Travel more. Jesus was traveling all the time. The Bible says that he went about. He went about. Matthew 4.23. Matthew 9.35. He went about. He was moving. Preaching. In their cities. Eh? And Jesus went about all Galilee. Teaching in their synagogues. And preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Yeah, He traveled. Now, Galilee is in the northern part of uh, Israel. Okay? And then he'll come to Jerusalem. Which is about, about 200 uh, miles or something like that. Yeah. He'll walk. 
Eh? And you cannot work to do person to person evangelism on Saturday. You say your leg is paining you. You say you are tired. Evangelize more. Preach more. Preach more. Next one. Sing more. Next one. Teach more. Next one. Pray for the sick more. Have more miracles. Have more crusades. These are all things that you can do more now than when you started. Amen. Next one. Read more. Read more. Look. I want to recommend the new Macarius. Macarius 51 to 100. All right. To everybody here. Do you know what I want you to do? If you can afford it, form teams. Form teams. Okay? Teams of 10 friends, 15 friends, 5 friends, whatever. And, buy, and let it be a library. Remember when we were going to school, we used to go to the library. So one of you can keep it. And then, you know, because the titles here are amazing. The titles here, I'm going to be introducing you know, some of them to you as we go on. But they are amazing. Yes. And, 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 and those titles will bring revival into our churches. If we study them and if we preach them. Listen. If you don't read at this present time, you are not going anywhere. No. This, the word now is fast. People who are thinking. People who are coming out of ideas. Oh yeah. Read more. You become more knowledgeable in the things of God. You become more anointed. And you begin to prophesy more when you read. You have more things to say. Eh? By the grace of God, I'm invited all over. When I, I don't need to think. I don't need to think. I just take the book. I need three points. I can't preach more than that. For three days. Yeah. And when you are invited, you don't know how to preach. You are living in the abundance of knowledge, books that your father has cooked for you. I normally ask pastors, what exactly do you want? 
Yeah. There's a pastor who wants me to come and preach. He said he wants retention. He said the problem is retention. Retention. He said no problem. Retention. There's a medicine, you know, to cure that problem. Yeah. When I go into that, my, my father's books, there's something there. Oh, there's something there. But you see, you, you don't even know that it is there. You don't even know that it is there. So read more. Next one, soak in more messages. Soak in more messages. Soak in the podcast. Amen? Uh, yes. Soak in the podcast. Now, Bishop Eric, why Bishop Eric? Please, by the next session, let's have all the in-house materials here. Okay? So that we introduce all of them. Makane, what is Makane? What is Poimano? I get what I'm saying. Eh? What is podcast? Let's introduce all. It's a lot of food and you are very hungry. You are hungry. Hunger in the midst of plenty. I personally don't know a ministry of a ministry where there's so much material available for the members of the church. Made available. And by the grace of God, God has opened many doors into many ministries for me. And I have not seen. And I have not seen. You are talking about books. You are talking about audios. You are talking about videos. Oh, more. Yeah. And those of you who have them, since you bought the marker, you have one. You bought the marker. Even the rubber, you have not removed the rubber. Hello? It's not supposed to be a monument. Or a statue. Some of you, the dust in your room has bathed the cover of the Macarius that now we don't even know what it is. Hello? Yeah. So these are all things that you need to do to go deeper in the law. Now back to point number three. So we are, remember that we are talking about how God takes you deeper. Number one, God takes you deeper through your hunger 
and tests for more. Number two, God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. Number three, God takes you deeper by showing you that God is good. Exodus chapter 33, 17 to 19. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me that glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness. Are you seeing that? I'll, I'll make all my goodness pass before thee. And I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And will be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And will show mercy on whom I'll show mercy. God is a good God. You will not want to go deeper into God if you are not a good God. Unless you think that someone is a good person you will not want to be close to him. You will not be attracted to someone who is not a good person. A man thinks that a woman is a good person and that is why he's attracted to her. This is why God showed his goodness to Moses. He wanted Moses to be attracted to him and come deeper. Amen. Hallelujah. I once knew someone who was trying to separate one of my workers from me. He kept on giving this person messages and information about me. That made me look bad. Ultimately, he was trying to separate this person from me. The devil works hard at his smear campaign to make ministers of the gospel look bad. Indeed, the devil works hard at his smear campaign to make God look bad. That is the power of separation at work. Separation always occurs when someone is reported to be a bad person. That is why Satan is behind all forms of slander, defamation, and calumny. He wants you to look bad so that people will not come near to you. The devil's aim is to make you see or think that God is a bad or unkind God. This is how he keeps people away from going deeper into God. When Satan approached Adam and Eve, he suggested that God was unkind by withholding one important tree from them. Satan told them, God does not want you to have good things. God does not want you to be like a God and know the basic difference between good and evil. How unkind, how unreasonable, and how wicked God is. Why would God keep such basic information from human beings? God does not want you to be able to protect yourself in this world. That is why he does not let you know the difference between good and evil. These are the ways of the devil and the voice of separation. I believe that God is good. Uh, the Bible said good and gracious is the law. Amen. I believe that God is good. It is my belief in his goodness that drew me to him. It is my belief in his goodness that drew me to serve him full time and all time. I believe that God is so good that one day he'll put a crown on my head and make me into royalty before him. I believe that God is so good that one day he'll fill my arms with rewards upon rewards 
that will make every moment that I have served him worth the while. What a good God we serve. Do not let the enemy deceive you about the goodness of God. In your relationship with important people, do not let the devil fill your mind of thoughts that your boss, your father, or your important person does not like you. Do not let the serpent evinomate you. Do not be poisoned against the very people whom you need to be close to. To separate you from your important people is one of the basic strategies of the devil. So when Moses asked to experience the glory of God, God said, I will show you my goodness. Amen. God is good. Yeah. You know, look at me. Are you here? Give me a wave. There are a lot of disappointments in our lives. Even as Christians. Oh yeah. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said, we are in the world. Even though we are not of the world. We go to challenges. Pain. Pain. Look at it. But when you put it all together, you must know that God is good. As a matter of fact, even the reason why he allows certain things to happen is still for your goodness. For we know that all things work together for good to them who love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Everything that is working in your life is coming to your good. Can I have an amen? Amen. I said everything that is working right now something else is happening that is it doesn't look good but it is working for your good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your landlord just last week painfully has ejected you from your accommodation. But it is working for your good. It is working for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody cheated you. Somebody cheated you. You have been cheated. But it is working for your good. It is working for your good. Somebody promised to marry you only to drop you at the last minute but it is still working for your good it is still working for your good God is a good God God is a good God your God is a good God your God is a good God my God is a good God he's a good God Satan you can say what you want to say you can do what you want to do that is one thing that I know it is working for my good When the music fades, all is swept away, and I simply come. Stand your feet and lift up your hands. Nothing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. Lift up your hands and sing it again. Come on. When the music fades, lift up your two hands unto the Lord. Sing it. And I simply cannot. 
bless your heart. You bless your heart. Oh, I'll bring you. I'll bring you more than a song for a song for a song in this song. There's no what you have required. You search much deeper. You search much deeper within. To the way things are you can enter my heart. Oh, I'm coming back to It's all about you. Let I'm sorry, love, for the things I've made. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. Kino endless words. Oh, no one could express. How much you deserve Oh, though I'm weak and poor Though I'm weak and poor Oh, all I have is yours Every single breath Oh, I'll bring you more than a song To the way things, to the way things are, you look at my heart. I'm coming back to the worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. It's all about you. It's all about you. I'm coming back home. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, not for the things I've it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, God. It's all about you. Lift up your hands and say, Jesus, it's all about you. We are here, it's about you, Lord. We are here, it's about you, Lord. I am preaching, and it's about you. I am saying, it's about you. I am witnessing, it's about you, Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you. Oh, more than a song. More 
Worship him, tell him how much he's good. I want you to say some beautiful words to Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. I bless you, Jesus. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. And we are coming to you, Lord. We are drawing closer. We are drawing closer. Yes, Lord. We shall not listen to the voice of the enemy that makes you look like a bad God. Because of the difficulties and challenges that sometimes we go through, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Please be seated. Number four. Number four. God takes you deeper by teaching you mercy and forgiveness. God takes you deeper by teaching you mercy and forgiveness. Exodus chapter 34, 5 to 8. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children, unto the third and to the fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head towards the earth and worshipped. Going deeper into God, would involve going deeper into mercy and forgiveness. Amen. Yeah. God is a merciful God. God is full of forgiveness. So, God will take you deeper by taking you deeper and making you a merciful and a forgiving person. Yes. So, don't resist mercy. Be merciful. And don't resist being a forgiving person. If you do that, you see, you are not cultivating the nature of God. You are not becoming like God. So you are not moving along with God. Amen? Eh? When God takes you deeper into him, he's taking you deeper into his mercy, grace, and forgiveness. Today, God is embarking on a journey to draw you to him. God is love. Love forgives. Love is gracious and kind and forgiving and merciful. Amen? Do you get it? So one way you allow God to take you deeper is by also flowing as a merciful and a forgiving person. 
Because we all have people who have hurt us and offended us. And still hurting us and offending us. Eh? Yes. And what should God do? What should God do? Hmm? Yeah. Even already today, look at what you have done to God. Hmm? Yeah. What should God do? So as you become more merciful and more forgiving, you are becoming more of the nature of God. It's a sign that you are going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into God. Yeah. I've become more merciful and forgiving as I've worked with the Lord. You know, one of the people that I cherish in my life is my friend Bishop Sam, whom I used to assist many years ago. You know, and I learned, I learned how to be a pastor and keep people around you from him. Yeah, in the Tamar church. Those church members will just do all kinds of things, rudeness. And I, I I'll tell him, I'll tell him, I said, leave them to me. I'll sort them out. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched as time will go by and those same people, you find a way, you find a way, you understand, working on them, forgiving them, and encouraging them, and then they will change and become proper members. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and I learned from it. And I remember when I, uh, I became a GO, those days of the colonial diocese, we were having a pastor's meeting, and some pastor that really misbehaved. You know, and they deserve to be dealt with. But I was so merciful and kind, forgiving. Then a couple who knew me those days from Tema, they said, I said, ah, Reverend, you pa! You pa that you are sitting down here and these people have done this and you are saying that, you know, but you see, God was taking me deeper. Okay? I was receiving more of the nature of God. And becoming more merciful and more forgiving. Amen. And also, without that, you can't have relationships. Some of you, you have cut everybody off. Now you don't have anybody. Now you don't have every. I mean, everybody is some way. No, but we are all some way. Uh, how many of you agree that you are some way? Yeah. So some way people among some way people. Only that maybe somebody's some awareness is a little, it has gone too deeper. Do you understand it? But that's why God is making you merciful so that you can take care of such people and let them be stabilized in the kingdom of God. You don't have friends? No, you are work alone. You don't have friends. You can't withstand, I said, I can't withstand nonsense. Hey. I don't take nonsense. You should be able to take some nonsense. 
Because life is full of nonsense. And in the church, there's a lot of nonsense. The word mercy in the Old Testament is translated from the word Rachel. Rachel, R-E-C-H-A-B, which means of the womb. Of the womb. You see, you are able to forgive someone that came out of your womb. Yes. Yeah. If somebody truly came out of your womb, eh, you are able to forgive the person, no matter what. You will not see a real mother spank a baby, slap a baby, throw the baby away, God. the baby has wee-weed and pooped on her nice dress as she was going to church. No. She will just put the baby down and go and change that dress. And put another down. And if the baby does it again, she will put on another. That baby has come from. Wow. You see, that was the difference. That was the difference. And, and I believe that that was the wisdom and revelation that God gave to King Solomon when he was. You know, approach with that dilemma. Whose baby is this? As he sat in his throne, all right, perhaps the Lord showed him, look out for a certain sign. Look out for a certain sign. You will see it. Now, the woman whose baby was not, she just came. He said, You say you want to divide. Go ahead. Divide. Sharp. Yeah. Divide. Yeah. She will not have the baby. I will not have the baby. But the woman, out of whose womb the child had come, he said, King, don't kill my baby. Don't kill my baby. Okay, you give it to her. And the king said, mm, 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 This is the real mother. Amen? The baby had come out of her womb. She was ready to even give it away. Give the baby away. God has a feeling towards you that mothers have for those that came out of their womb. There's a kindness, there's gentleness, there's favor, and there's a graciousness that you have towards those who come out of your womb and belong to you. Amen? It's so true. It's so true. In order to draw you closer to God, God will give you a reason to learn forgiveness. He will cause you to be hurt. Listen to this. He will cause you to be hurt and offended so that you can learn to love and forgive. How can you forgive eh, and love if you are not first hurt and offended? 
Forgiveness and love only become a reality in the presence of hurt and offenses. Now listen, many of you, you say, you say, you know, uh, me, I love, me, I love, I'm forgiving, you know, you speak like that because you have not been hurt before. You have not been offended before. Wait until you are really offended. Wait until you are really hurt about something. Yes. And then if you can come out of it to love, to forgive, to be gracious, then you have actually now gone deeper with God. And take note. Okay, those of you who get hurt in the church, the church is a family. And in every normal family, all right, there are hurts and offenses. Oh, yeah. Eh? In your family, are there no hurts and offenses? This one said, you have done this to me. This one said, you have done this. But, but if you like, go and attack that family. They will all gather like this. Yeah. Yeah. When I was studying to be a doctor in Russia, there was something that we saw. There were a particular group of people who came from a certain type of nations. They were always fighting among themselves. No, always standard practice. Pulling knives among themselves. But it was so surprising that if you went to attack one, those same people will now, you know, galvanize themselves and then they were ready for you. Amen. So in the church, their offenses will be hurt. Somebody will do something bad. Even a, your pastor's preaching, he may say something that will be offensive to you. Forgive your pastor. Forgive us. Forgive us. You say because of that, you have left the church. Don't leave the church. We beg you. We are kneeling down. We kneel down. We are, we are lying down. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. No, forgive us. Forgive us. We are also human beings. But now let me ask you. What about you two? What about you two? Are you perfect? Your pride, your arrogance, your insolence, your disobedience, your misbehavior in the church. What should we also do? We to the pastors. We forgive you. You forgive us. We forgive you. You forgive one another. We are moving on. Now, not forgiving will destroy you. Sit down. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15. Not forgiving will destroy you. Now look at this scripture. Looking diligently, diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Hey. Lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up, trouble you and thereby many be defiled. You see, bitterness troubles you and can actually cause you 
even to lose the grace of God. I've stopped at center work because of something that happened. Because they said, why did you bring three people in the Evan bus instead of eight? Say, why did you ask me that in front of everybody? You embarrass me. But why should we go and ask you? Eh? Students write exams in the classroom. In the church, if we are assessing, where should we go? Should we go to the market or the streets? It will be in the church. And iron sharpened iron. So as we are there, we are doing, we are sharpening one another. Yeah. to bring you promotion. Hello? Yeah. He will bring you promotion by taking you through some things. One of it is hurts and offenses. Amen? Huh? Jesus said to Peter, you are the head. And then two ministers said, you are Satan. You could have left the ministry. You could have left the ministry. But I'm sure Peter was a little like that then. Have you seen that? That's why something happened. But you see, allow that and then just make and then just calm down. But remember, remember, remember that it was this same Peter who was made the head of the church. Yeah. Many years ago, when I started full-time ministry at the Colgono Cathedral, you know, I was working there. And then, one time, prophet came there. He was going around the campus, so I followed him. Then we went to the Robert Chapel. When we got there, some of the tables had been taken out. They started asking, who took the because the church's policy is that chairs, furniture is not taken out. Yeah. Who did that? And I was the senior most person around. So he turned to me and said, He said, Pastor Tevo. Why are you here and this thing is happening here? Then he said, it's as if I brought a bushman to come to be in charge of the place. Yes. There were senior pastors, there were junior pastors, there, there were students. It's as if I brought a bushman to look after this place. I said, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. A few days later, I met Bishop Prince. Bishop Prince was there. He said, I was watching you. He said, I was watching you. He said, I was watching you. And he said, you passed. He said, you passed. You passed. You accepted. You apologize. End of matter. Two weeks later, two weeks later, okay, prophet called a meeting. He said, I have an announcement. He said, from today, Pastor Ntefu is in charge of ABMTC worldwide. Your promotion is coming. Make sure that Make sure that a certain guru doesn't take you away. I say your promotion is coming. Your promotion is coming. Yeah, two weeks. I was in charge of a small session of the training person. The whole world. But you see, perhaps he had that in mind. Sure. <laughs> perhaps he had that in mind. Yeah. He said, let me test. The opportunity was to let me test. See. Yeah. Now I say, ah, why? There are children here. I mean, what is this? You have to share. Why are you going? You are going away from your promotion. I said you are going away from your promotion. Where are you going? Where are you going? You brought three people from your bus center in an Evan bus, and we have to pay hundred guys. We shouldn't ask you. We shouldn't ask you. Even if it's for your own business, is that what you do? Look at you. Eh? Sit down. God will kill you before he promotes you. Moses had leadership skills. He could be a leader of his people. But he rather the guy was a little rushing, a little promotion oriented. You see. Yeah. But before God could promote, he has gone to sort out some people and all that. God said, no, you have to wait. You have to be trained first. So God said, go to university. So he sent him to the university of the wilderness. Department of Shipology. For 40 years. For 40 years. He was following sheep. Sheep poo poo. Cleaning the sheep. When he's coming the sheep around. He has to chase them. He will fall down. I mean everything. By the time he finished the investment. God said now. I want to send you to go and deliver. He said no I don't qualify. Yeah. He said God wants to bring you to the place. Where you say I don't qualify. Then he will say you qualify. And promote you. And lift you up. Oh, yeah. 
have been rebuked severely on occasions. You see, when you see us walking here, it's not as if that everything has been just smooth going up like that. No. But we have learned to walk in humility. Yes, humility. Accepting our faults. Making corrections. Going for it. See, that's why you are not promoted. That's why you are not promoted. I said, that's why you are not promoted. Amen? I hear you go home. Yeah. And the bush boy from Kolegono is the same bush boy. One day he called me and said, I want you to be the convener of the whole church. God has certain great things for you. Just be patient. Be forgiving. Be loving. Brush off the heads and offenses. Brush it off. Yeah. And also know when we are addressing the issue and not you. It's not about you in person. No, it's about the issue. Why should the tables be taken out of the place? That's the issue at stake. Whether you are tall, red, black, or whatever, you are not supposed to allow that or do that. It's about the issue. It's not about you. But you see, people miss up the two. Say, he doesn't like me. He hates me. He hates me. The pastor hates me. Mobasia hates me. Baba Center leader doesn't like me. Baba Center leader doesn't like me. My bishop hates me. No, he doesn't hate you. He's addressing the issue. And as for the issue, we'll address it. We'll address it. No, we address the issue. And we address it. We address it to the logical conclusion. Don't, don't leave issues hanging. Go to the logical conclusion. Yeah. One time, you know, one of the pastors was just throwing his weight about. Came proud, arrogant. Do you see? And his wife too was foolish and unspiritual. And supporting him. So we called him. And we said, wife and this thing come. Yeah. And we said to the wife, what your husband, you know, even he has seen his fault, apologizing, and then the wife, he says, so why were you following this? Yeah? yeah? If we don't address the issues, we'll spoil the church, oh. Will spoil the church. When Peter's satanic thing came, Jesus said, Satan, hey, hey. Peter, your satanic things are coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the disciples, they had all kinds of beatings. Matthew 18, they, said, they were arguing, which one is, why is big guy, this, this. Jesus said, look, what's going on here? Huh? What are all these? What are all these? Yeah. He sorted them out. Another time, James and Peter, James and John came. They saw some people casting out devils. But they, are, they were not part of them. So they came and said, we saw them casting out devils, but they are not part of us. Should we call fire from heaven to destroy them? Ah, I the only person who has been called to do ministry. 
you don't know the, the spirit I mean, of which you have. You, 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 the spirit that you have. Hmm? So Jesus had to do things in their lives. So in our lives, God will allow us also to go through things. He has to correct us. The correction and all that makes us have the nature of God. And it makes us also to be able to correct others, forgive others. Do you understand it? Walk in love, be gracious to others. Yeah, because you realize that you yourself, you are nothing. So, you know. So that is why when they brought the woman, the adulterous woman, he said, anybody here who has not done anything wrong, you'll be the first. Yeah. Their leader, remember that he, now last Saturday, you know, something that he did. <laughs> so, look, he put the stone down and then, they all remembered one by one. So the scripture says, Lord, if thou should regard iniquity, who can stand? Hallelujah. Amen. As you grow in love and forgiveness, you'll be growing in the nature of God and you come close to God. Having to forgive people and truly overlook their mistakes is a great leap forward into the depths of God. God is love. As you get deeper into love and forgiveness, you'll be getting deeper into God. Number five. God takes you deeper by teaching you long suffering. Amen. Long suffering, suffer long. Exodus 34, 5 to 8. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. When God wanted to take Moses closer, he decided to show him his long-suffering. We must learn from Moses' experience with God. God drew Moses closer and showed him his glory. Moses saw the glory of God when he saw the long-suffering of God. As you learn more about patience, you are getting closer to the nature of God and can go deeper with him. God is a very patient God. He endures the wickedness of mankind as though he does not see what we are doing. The world marches on and hundreds of years by, go by and it's as though God does not see the blasphemies of men. Human beings blaspheme and insult God every day. They say God does not exist. God listens to people insulting him in their rooms, on television, and on social media. God suffers long and waits patiently. Patiently waiting is a divine characteristic. Your impatience reveals your pride. Yeah. Your impatience reveals how close you are to Satan. Your long suffering reveals how close you are to God. Allow yourself to learn the almighty lesson of patience. Have patience with God. He will avenge you of your enemies. God will strike down your foes and those who threaten your existence. So, be patient. Amen. Yeah. Job said, though he slays me, 
yet will I trust him? Yeah? Patient. Be patient. Be patient with people, okay? Those of you who are melancholic pastors and shepherds, you want everything to be straight. If you cannot withstand fornicators in the choir, you won't have any choir. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We are all growing into perfection. Give us time, okay? Allah, as we are coming. Now we know that everything is not okay. But as we walk in the house of God and we are receiving the word of God, gradually we'll be changed. We we'll change. We'll be changed by the glory of God. Just give us some time. Be patient with us. Be patient with us. why you don't have any good relationship. As a lady, you don't book nonsense. And there's brothers who have come. Hey! Yeah. And the brothers too. Yeah, I don't like a sister who doesn't know how to cook. No, it's true. But give her some time. You tell her that. Please learn how to cook. No, I mean, tell her. You are, you are good. You are, you are humble. I like the way they say. But you don't know how to cook. So please learn how to cook. Because you see, if that sister adds good cooking, tell her God has blessed you with a good wife. But because you are not patient about her not knowing how to cook, you are about to throw away a wonderful wife. When I was about to marry my wife, my father-in-law called me. My father-in-law, he called me. He said, my daughter is very good. He said, she's very good. But she has this. I said, thank you. And when we got married, I saw it. But it's like, if I compel everything that she, she is, this one, I can live with it. And to that, God has given me a wonderful wife who has really helped me to do ministry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Since being a lay pastor, then when the Lord touched my heart to give away my hospital, yeah, have a whole hospital and say that I'm giving up. And there's a wife. 
Most women. You hear. You hear. That's it. Yeah. So there's no confusion that is there. Okay. It may not be nice, but you adapt to it. Eh? Yeah. I don't know whether there's an account proverb that you don't throw away the dirty list of the baby or something. Something like that. Yeah. You are about to lose something very wonderful because you are too impatient. And your impatience shows your pride. It shows that as far as for me, that you are, I'm very good. You are not good. Oh, you are not good. You are not good. You are not good. We are all not good. How many of you are all not good? We are all stragglers. Eh? You, the pastor, you say that the shepherd has gone to commit fornication. So from today, you are no more a shepherd forever. Pastor, the other time when we were uh, cursing that sister, what was it that was moving? What was it that was moving? What was the choreography that was happening there? No music. So the thing is that we are all bad. How many of you agree that we are all bad? Yes. So when you catch your brother, be patient. Be patient, small. Going deeper, going deeper. I can't hear say going deeper, going deeper, going deeper, and dream more. Clap your hands for the Lord. six. God takes you deeper by showing you about truth. God takes you deeper by showing you about truth. Amen. Amen. Exodus 34 5 to 8 And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God merciful and gracious, long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Amen. 
when God wanted to take Moses closer, he showed him the truth. We must learn from Moses' experience with God. God drew Moses closer and showed him his glory. Moses saw the glory of God when he saw how God was full of truth. Remember that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? Amen. Satan represents lies and deception. The more the deception, the more they are demons. Satan is a liar and a father of it. Now listen. So, as God is taking you deeper, you become more truthful. And you hate lies, deception, slander. Do you understand it? And things like that. Okay, now listen to me. Look at me. One of the commonest things you find, even among Christians, is lying. Eh? Lying. Now, let me show you why you must not lie. You must not lie because when you lie, it's, it's a direct sign of demons in your life. Because lying comes from Satan. John chapter 8 and verse 44. Ye are of your father, the devil. And the last of your father, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And abode not in the truth. Now what this? Compare Jesus with Satan. Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the truth. And I'm the life. Okay? But look at the scripture. Jesus is saying of Satan that he abode not. Look at the scripture again. He abode not in the truth. 844 please. He abode not in the truth. in the truth. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of himself, for he's a liar and the father of it. So when you lie, listen, it's very serious. The spirit of lying must leave you from today. From this camp. From this camp. No, from this camp. God is revealing the real you know, the real danger of lying. Look, speak the truth. Or if you cannot speak the truth, say, I can't comment. But don't lie. Because when you lie, you have handed over your lie to Satan. No, no, look at the scripture. Remember the scripture. Okay? Okay. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of himself. When you lie, you are speaking of Satan. For he's a liar and the father of it. 
And so, because he's the father of it, all his children too are liars. So, when you are a liar, your father is not Jesus Christ. Your father, your real father is Satan. Hello? Are you here? Where are my Shivim brothers? Shivim brothers, give me a wave. Okay. Shivim brothers, give me a shout. Amen? Now, now listen. Now listen. God is telling you something very important. Lying. Lying. Hey. No, no, no. I try not to speak lies. I try. And if I do and I recognize it, I have to correct it. No. I have to correct it. Yeah. Yes. I have to correct it. Lying is not neutral. It affects you. It puts you directly under Satan. God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. God is speaking. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. When God wants to take you, he will show you truth. Truth. He will tell you, accept the truth about yourself. I said the truth about yourself. That you are proud. That you are not humble. That you are a liar. Okay, he's trying to prune you. He's trying to prune you. Yeah. But God is truth. The Bible says there is no darkness in him at all. God is light. And there is no darkness in him at all. Huh? No, we, we had a, a pastor on the missions. For six months, he was sending attendance and income reports. Attendance and income. Six months. Six months. Attendance in another town. Yeah. But he was not attending meetings. But as for the report, he would send it. So one time, the overseer sent somebody to go and do fast track. A sudden appearance in the church. Hey, when he arrived, there was no church. There was no church like Lada Chapel International, this branch. There was nothing like that. He was not in the town. He was in another town. He was not doing church. He was sending reports. Income and attendance. I wonder whether he's in ministry today. God cannot anoint a liar. 
Yeah. One time I was talking to one of my pastors. I said, God will not anoint a liar. So stop lying. So stop lying. Now, you think God will anoint Satan? God has taken oil. He will anoint Satan. So when you lie, when he speaketh a liar, he speaketh of himself. For he's a liar from the beginning. Eh? When he speaketh a liar, he speaketh of himself. For he's a liar and the father of it. He's a father of it. So when you are also lying, alright, okay, your father Satan is there and then you are standing. Just as God will not anoint your father Satan, he will not anoint you also. Someone say he changed his mind. That's very good. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. There is a spirit of lying that God is driving out of your life. If you couldn't come for quarry hazard, say please, I couldn't come. Today, I just, I just felt lazy. No, the honest truth is that I felt lazy. Don't say that in your area it rained. You will never go close to God. You will never go close to God. You will never go close to God. God will not anoint you. God will not bless your ministry. God will not bless your ministry. And by the way, the Bible says there is nothing hidden that shall not be known. Everything that is in darkness, everything that is not true, one day it will come up. Now, now, you couldn't wake up to go and do mobilization that day. Do you understand it? And you just, you know, sometimes you just don't feel, even you have so many problems that, do you see? Yeah, so you couldn't. So just tell your pastor, in fact, today, Mumdiye, the reality is that. Yeah. Yeah. But don't say, when I woke up, my head, this side, it started from here. It started from here, the right. Then it came to the middle. Then when it got here, then my body made me buru like that. Then I realized that today, you know. You have lied now. Now listen, you have lied that now you are telling me that, Bishop, I'll be sick in two weeks' time. Carry forward line. No, you see, that is why some of you, when you apply for visa, you don't get it. Honestly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there may be some 
exceptional cases where maybe for some reason people are not giving an order but largely they are looking for truth and consistency they are looking for truth and consistency yeah truth and consistency yeah what he said two years ago okay when you come the same thing but the same thing I think that they are fools they have your records there they have your records there yeah so as you are standing there you are talking like that that person is like so you think that we are fools eh? yeah Very quiet. How many of you are God is helping us? Is God helping us? Oh, yeah, you are going deeper. God is taking you deeper. I say, God is going, is taking you deeper. God is taking you deeper. You are not living this camp just like how you came. No, 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 no. If you came 10%, you are going back at least 100%. Deeper into God. 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 Going deeper and doing more. Hallelujah. Amen. brother who deceived his entire family and all his friends. His deceptions revealed how much demon activity was at work in his life. One person remarked about how easily this fellow told lies. Remember that lies will be cast out into the lake of fire. Actually, lies won't go to heaven. Oh yeah. No, no, lies. I think Revelation 22 14 or so. Check, check it. Huh? 21 what? 21 8. Uh-huh. But the fearful and unbelieving. No, let, let's go to, go to maybe verse 6 so that we can understand what is being said. And he said unto me, it is, it is done. I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I'll give unto him that is a test of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I'll be his God and he shall be my son. How many of you want to be sons of God? Daughters of God? How many of you want God to be your God? Eh? Oh. Listen, Charlie. Do you know the prayer that I pray? I pray that I have to go to heaven. Hey, Charlie, if you miss out of heaven, it will not be easy. After all this basenta work, basenta work, dancing stars, jumping all over, play pasta. Hey! 
Pisak. Prasak. Titus in Crete. Shuffling Conference. Hmm? Look at that scripture. Verse 8. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers. Sorcerers, those of who practice juju, the dark arts, and idolaters, and all liars. Can you underline that? Whoever is projecting, please underline it. Or if you can change it to red. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth of fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hey, listen, lying will not only let you be rejected by God now, but there. No, you see, I feel that the Lord is saying to us, the lying is too much. I feel the Lord is saying to all of us, the lying is too much. Yeah, lying is too much. The spirit of lying is destroying us. Yeah. You know, I know a good person. Very good. You want a good person. Oh, hard working, humble, everything. But less. Yeah. 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 And I say, no, no. It cancels out everything. It cancels out everything. Yeah. Huh? But God is healing us. Is revelation coming? You see, this revelation about lying should deliver you from it. You, you thought that you were just doing something. You didn't know that actually uh, Satan was operating your life. From now, God has spoken to you. Every time you lie or you are lying, be conscious. Hey, no, 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 no. Satan, no, I can't let you influence me. Speak the truth. If you cannot speak the truth, look, I, I can't comment. Did the brother sleep with you? Did the brother sleep with you? He slept with you. Say yes. If you don't want to say yes, I don't want to comment about it. say he tried and I, I said you know and he tried and I said you know uh, stop what are you not doing shepherd 
Okay. Don't eat the sheep. And there are two types of eaters. There are uh, brother shepherd who eat the sheep and sister shepherds who eat the sheep. No, some of the sister shepherds. Dangerous sister shepherds. Brothers, you have to be careful. Recently, one of the sister shepherds ate one of our main brother's sheep. I asked the brother, How many times is that? Uh, 15 times. The sister sheep came to visit me in my room and decided to spend the night there. Then I said, So what happened? Then he said, She got up and she removed all her dress. No, no, the first night. No, yeah, she slept at the first night. But the first the night I said, Why didn't they do it? I said, I was too sick. But the following day, when the sister sheep realized that. A little strength has come. She removed her whole. I mean, look, very few of us, if you remove, very few of us can survive. If in the middle of the night you remove all your dress as a sister shepherd, we're supposed to pray for us, care for us. Rebuke the, the spirit that is afflicting us. Yeah. And that began the eating. 15 times. Sit down. One day, a brother shepherd was doing visitation. No, you see, because most of the time we think that it's only the brothers who are sheep eaters. But I'm trying to show you also that okay, there are also many sisters who are sister shepherds who are sheep eaters. So brothers, you have to be careful. So this brother was doing visitation and met another sister shepherd. So they were very happy, you know. So when the brother was brother shepherd was going, the sister shepherd said, Let me see you off. So okay, no problem. You know. So, maybe they met like here, and then the brother uh, shepherd's house was at the uh, no, not the mighty fortress. The, 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 the how do you call the, the hotel? The, uh, is a good general? Uh, yeah? The hotel there? Yes. The entrance. So, when they got to 
mighty fortress run about. The brother shepherds, oh, you have come too fast. So God bless you. You know, see you. You know, when we get to church. So, oh no, let me just say. Uh, And the brother told me that the sister shepherd followed him right to his gate. And when, when they got his gate and he entered, she also entered and followed him into his room. So I said, Yeah, go deeper, tell me more. Then he said, Look. Bishop, my room, small room, only bed, nothing. So I said, what happened? He said, when we got there, the sister shepherd went to lie face. She jumped on the bed face. And me, I didn't have any place to sit, so I had to lie by there. That's said, what happened? Mali, J. Shepherd Jibo, Ofe, Sister Sheep Eater. That's a true listen. And then, to the surprise of the brother Shepherd, are you listening? How many of you want to know? You like to live too much. No, I don't think that. No, no. no, I don't think that. I want to tell you. You like to live. How many of you want to know? Eh? But when I gave break, you didn't come early. Do you promise to come early the next time? So I should tell you. To the surprise of the brother shepherd. Do you understand it? The sister shepherd was not wearing any panties at all. By the way, I hear that many of the ladies today, they don't wear anything on. So brothers, you have to be careful. You are ready to go. Yeah. So I said, what happened? He said, in fact, I trembled, but he managed to control himself. Yeah. That brother, the Lord delivered him, uh, came to the Bible school, finished. He's in ministry now. But you see, Satan wanted to quench him. One day, Basanta leader went to do early morning mobilization. There were two of them. Look, my story is there's not even zero point 
0001 Joko. No, no, no. If it's about zebras and the rest, I'll tell you. But not this one. There were two of them. So they went to do early morning mobilization. When they got there, they decided that one person will pass here, one person will pass here. So this brother entered the room and there were two sheep. Okay. A sister sheep and a brother sheep. They were, they were a brother and a sister. So he said, you enter the sister's room first. And then there was a corridor. You pass them, go to the brother's room. So he knocked. So he was invited. He told his sister, please, it's time. The bus is coming, you know. So he passed and went to the brother. So, brother, please, we have to go. On his way out. Now remember that he passed first the sister's room, went to the brother's. So when he was coming after the brother's room, he has to now come through the sister's. How many of you can understand that? Can I, are you here? Hey, now you are very athletic. People who are sleeping out. you imagine. I say what? He said, when he was coming back, what did he see? The sister had that ladies. Here. So I said, so what did you do? He said, Bishop, I was trembling like that. You will tremble. Even me, I will tremble. Mm. That is why God, as He's taking us deeper, will take us to the truth of His word. He will take us to through holiness, righteousness. I get what I'm saying. Eh? Yes. Yes. And you see, that is also why it is good. The Bible said, confess your sins one to the other and pray for another so you'll be healed. Okay? That's why you need to be transparent and open up. Darkness will remain darkness as long as you keep it. It loses its power when it breaks into the light. Yeah. So you go to your pastor, you go to your leader, you go to your this is my problem. This is my problem. This is my problem. Then you are helped. You are helped. Whatever challenge. Whatever difficulty. Yeah. At any level, there's somebody that you can trust. At any level. As long as it remains a secret in your life, Satan will pepper you. The Lord is taking us into truth. The Lord is taking us into truth. We are going deeper into truth. All lying, all darkness, all evil, all wickedness is disappearing from our lives in the name of Jesus. 
we are walking in the light brighter and 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 brighter we are shining more and more and more and going closer and closer to the Lord you are going closer and closer to the Lord you are going closer and closer to the Lord in him at all. Any form of deception or self-deception will keep you from God. God is light. So the deeper you are into light, the deeper you are into God. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. Amen. Wow. Huh? How God takes you deeper. Number one. Now, those of you who are doing the projection, I hope you are writing that a point so that you can put it on the screen for us later on. Number one. God takes you deeper through your hunger and test for more. How many of you are going to be hungry and test for more of God and more of his power? Hallelujah. More of everything in God. More prayer. More of serving him. Hallelujah. Number two. God takes you deeper by convincing you to do more than you did at the beginning. Number three. God takes you deeper by showing you that God is good. How many of you know that God is good? Number four. God takes you deeper by teaching you mercy and Forgiveness. How many of you are walking in mercy and forgiveness from now? Number five. God takes you deeper by teaching you long suffering. Number six. God takes you deeper by showing you about truth. Amen. Amen. And number seven, which is the last one. God took Moses deeper by showing him how to combine mercy with judgment. How to combine mercy with judgment. Amen. One of the AOL says that always miss truth with mercy. Yeah. Amen. God took Moses deeper by showing him how to combine mercy and judgment. Exodus 34, 5 to 8. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by him before him and proclaim the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty. God takes you deeper by showing you his judgments of people. Judgment requires God's mind and God's wisdom. Only deep people can understand or even fathom why God would punish generations of innocent people for their appearances. God is able to show mercy and at the same time not clear 
the guilty. This is a deep and complex aspect of God's nature. If you can attain to combine the love and mercy of God or the judgment of God, you are close to God's hands. If you can learn how to show forgiveness and at the same time punish those who are guilty, you have moved much closer to God. You see, forgive, but punish. Punish and forgive. Judge, but love. Love, but judge. You know that God didn't love Moses. He called Moses his friend, but he charged him. Yeah. Eh? He did. When uh, David repented of his adultery, God said, okay. But the child died. So there's judgment and mercy and forgiveness. There must be a mixture for everything. Sometimes if it's only love, 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 it's for everything. If it's only judgment, 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 it's for everything. Yeah. There must be a combination. I see the Lord taking you deeper. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands, everybody. Pray that the Lord will take you deeper. In all these areas. In all these areas. Lift up your hands. Yes, Lord. Go ahead and pray. Take us deeper. Take us deeper. Take us deeper. Take us deeper. Ali Kosia Tarabaha. Ia Kapako Shadanabasata. Ia Pokolobo Sadabaha. Deeper in truth, Lord. Rapa Kondarababa. Can you clap your hands and pray? After such a powerful word, let's clap and pray. Let's open our mouths and pray unto the Lord to take us deeper. To take us deeper. To take us deeper in the truth. To take us deeper in the things of God. In the name of Jesus. Raka Posekete. Rabakanababa. Ayeka Paka Shatata. Iebe Kosa Pantani Nibiata. Rapataba. Take us deeper. Ieko Shikidiata. Rapako Tanadababa. Imantolini Miko Pazata. Rekebe Makadiza. Bako Pako Shadabazata. Rapapa. Deeper and long suffering. Rapako Shete. Rapandanabaha. Ieke Bazundanabataha. Deeper and long suffering of God. Ali Papa. To suffer long. Go deeper in Tuta. Rebeko Shadaba. Ima Papa Kadanababa. Ali Pakanidibia Baba. Ali Poto Seata. Arakapa Koshaha. Take us deeper, Lord. Iam Padinibia Baba. Ieko Ponsataba. Rapapa Kadinibiata. Ieko Shakanababa. Iam Pakabanda Namatosi. Rekepe Makata. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. Amen. I wanted to give you a breakthrough song. Isn't that wonderful? Clap your hands for the Lord. Going deeper. Oh, I can't feel you. Going deeper. 
and doing more. Amen. So, point number one of our camp. Go deeper into the deep things of God. Point number two. How God takes you deeper. Point number three. I'm just reading from the Go Deeper book. That's all. Are you enjoying the reading? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've been here for hours. I've, I've taught only two points. Alright, point number three. Go deeper in love and do more. Go deeper in love and do more. It's a very short session. Philippians chapter three, seventeen to nineteen. Philippians chapter three. Sorry, Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter three. 17 to 19. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. How many of you want to be filled with the fullness of God? So that is very deep in God. Is that not it? Eh? Yeah. So through love, you go deeper in love, in God. Because God is love. Amen. So go deeper in love. And do more. If you are rooted and grounded in love, you comprehend or you understand the length and depth and height. Going deeper in love opens you up to the heights and depths that you have never known before. What does this mean? If you love your nursing job, you go deeper and know the breadth and length and height and depth of nursing. If your nursing career is rooted in love for people, you will discover lengths and depths and heights of nursing that a person who does not have this love cannot know. When you go to the hospital, there are basically two types of nurses. Nurses who work, because that's their job to be paid. And nurses that who work, that is their job to be paid, but they have something more. Whether they are paid or not, they are working. They love, they spend time, they are caring, they go the extra mile. You see, because, because of love, eh, they exploit the height and the depth and the, and the, and the width eh, and the breadth of the work that they are doing. Yeah. I was like that when I was practicing in Kulimo. 
long after I had left Kolebu, anytime I appeared there, I was recognized by the nurses, the doctors. I loved my patients and the work. Oh, yes. I went the extra mile to help my patients. Yeah. It's different from just being a doctor. So God doesn't want you to just be a Christian, just be a pastor, just be a shepherd. But he wants you to have more and that is achieved through love for him. And that, 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 that is what will let you exploit the breadth and the width and the height and the depth of what you are supposed to do. Lay pastors who are doing lay ministry as an alongside minister, sometimes you are being forced to do it. They don't exploit the depth and the width and the height and the breadth of the lay ministry. Lay ministry can be taken to a very high level. Yeah. In our days, even prophet introduced what was called um, ultimately. Ultimately. I think that is the same that has come back as the lay presidency. Ultimately. Where you, 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 I mean, it's almost like you are, you are a full-time pastor. When I set up full-time ministry, many people were wondering what else do we have to offer. Yeah. But when you step into full-time ministry, you realize that the difference between full-time ministry and lay ministry is like day and light. They are not close at all. No, I, I've been here preaching for days. As these lay pastors, they, they can't do that. They can't do it. Because I didn't just come to stand here. There have been some level of preparation for the camp. Which you don't even have the time for. Amen. Amen. Eh? Yes. Most people do things without having love for it. That is dangerous. Love for the Lord must be the basis for your service for the Lord. That is why Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? No. Before you can even think about feeding the sheep, you have to love me. It is that love for me, Jesus, that will motivate you. Because it is not easy to care for sheep. No, a real shepherd is not easy. A real shepherd is not easy. That in caring for the sheep, you may even die. Yeah. One time I was going to visit, you know, I was doing some visitations. And then, I was on a good road. Tired, good road. Then I got to a junction and then I just turned. And my, my tie, okay, I think my left, left back tie went into a big hole and came out. Yeah, I didn't really think much about it. I continued, went to park, you know, in the house, did a visitation, everything. The following day, we had a program here. I've forgotten which program. But I had a big program here, so I drove here. I think it's last year. 
and I parked my car. When I parked, then somebody told me, oh, Bishop, your tire is totally down. When they removed the tire, it had actually torn a big tear. So all along as I was driving after the visitation in town, whatever, you know, climbing up, that was the type of tie that I was driving off. Yeah? I could, I could have just died. But that cannot stop me from loving the ship. Like I won't go for visitation again. No. Yeah, even that area I went there again. <laughs> but as I when I got there, I looked at it and said, ah, you are the so I passed this way. Yeah. Love. We must love the Lord. 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 We must love, I'm talking about the Lord himself, the Lord, the Lord himself, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We must love him. Most Christians don't love the Lord, but they love the things that he can give to us. It reminds me of a story that I heard of a father who traveled abroad and was in communication with his two little children. He said, Daddy, we have missed you. Oh, Daddy, we have missed you. When are you coming? We have missed you. And finally, he came. And the children went, and their mother went to welcome him at the airport. And when the daddy was coming, he had two, you know, packages in both hands. The children were coming. And so he put the packages down and opened his hands, his arms wide, to receive his little children and to carry and to embrace them, hug them. You know the way it is. So he did like this. Now, when they got near him, they swerved him around. And one went for the package, another went for the package. They didn't love him, they loved what he had. Many of us, that's how we are. Yeah. Now that you have a beloved, a strong beloved, that's why you always come to church. No, because the brother is very serious. He's always in church. So it's like you are forced to be in church all the time because it's like, if you don't come to church, you don't know whether another sister. So it's more of policing the brother, not, not like, I mean, you are really coming to church, but to pollute him. Eh? Yeah. Hallelujah. I tell my pastors and my shepherds all the time. I tell my pastors, love the shepherds. Many pastors don't love the shepherds. They have they turned themselves into tax masters. Yeah. Why didn't you have your pastor center meeting? Why didn't you? I said, no. 
love them, care for them, get into their lives. Yeah. Over the years, as I've pastored, many, many people, young people that the Lord have given to me, some didn't have education, this, you know, I've encouraged them. And, and many of them are doing so well. Going to school, finish university, start up businesses, doing this, that, that, doing the ministry. Eh? Yeah. Once people feel that you love them and you care for them, they'll do everything that you want them to do. Eh? We love Jesus because he first loved us. Is that not so? Look at us. We have all left our homes and our beds. We are here because of him. We are here because of him. Yeah. But you see, if you think about how much he has loved you, that in spite of all the, you know the things that you have done, that you are here washed by the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, saved on your way to heaven. Oh, Behold, what manner of love has the Lord bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. So at this session, the Lord is telling us, okay, let's go deeper in love. Then we can do more. As a lay pastor, I, I was all over the place. Yeah. And, and in our church, okay, lay ministry is volunteering. Who come and tell us that you want $12 million? Yeah. If we have $12 million, we'll build more buildings. Yeah. So those of you who are calculating, want you to tell you in advance, we have nothing for you. Not even a person. Yeah. Yeah. We did lay ministry. Think about all the bishops that you know. Mention their names. Bishop Ogo, Bishop Sam, Bishop Steve, Bishop um, uh, Richard, Bishop Clufio, who has built the South African churches all these years. A hard-working doctor for years. Not a penny. Yeah. Just the love of God. Sit down and analyze carefully what the Lord has done for you. You will do everything for the Lord. Free of charge. Even for the fact that after COVID, you are still alive. Or you want to tell me that the people that COVID has taken away, you are better than them? That, I mean, it's like you there. You are very healthy and strong. You are stronger. Oh, Malay. Oh, Malay, you are a liar. We are all here after COVID by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. So you can do something without loving it. People marry people without loving them. No, no, it's not like 
not that you know the brother loves the sister there are other reasons she has a British passport Yeah. Many years ago, you know, our Bible students, when we were finishing school, you know, we realized a trend. They all wanted to marry ladies of a certain level, nurses, teachers, you know, and people like that. Do you get it? Yeah. And you realize that the mind for, for marrying, you know, is different. Not that you love the person. Even though beauty is a nice thing, don't marry because of beauty. Because the Bible says beauty is vain. Yeah. And I told you that a lot of the beauty you see is laboral beauty. Now, brothers, how many brothers want me to give you good advice? If you want to see the real beauty, arrange with the brother or the sister of the lady and go to the house around about 3.30 or 4 a.m. And knock and let the brother come with the lady out. Because that's where you see the real, that's a real thing. The, the hair has been put somewhere, eyelashes, everything is gone. Then the real, if you if you like what you see, that is what you have married that way. Even when she sees you say, Hello, the amounting for the mouth. Yeah. Now, when you visit a sister and she serves you food, don't be impressed. It doesn't mean she cooked it. Yes. Give her money and ask her to go and do shopping and you should go to your sister's house and be there and cook in the presence of your sister or your brother. Yes. And then you come and eat. That's where you see something. Yeah. No, there was a brother who married a sister. All her food was every time oversalt. Oversalt. Yeah. And no matter what he did, the lady couldn't change it. So now he accepted it. 
So when he gets a guest, that's it. And they start eating. He will tell the guest that me, I like a lot of salt. <laughs> no, you are a good husband. You are trying to protect the the wife. Amen. You see, yeah. So, have to be careful. And when you see a brother who is working the church like that with height like this no it doesn't mean that he's going to be a good husband the first problem with him is that he's a fool he's a complete fool number two he's lazy no he's lazy yeah even look at his beard the fact that he cannot you know trim the beard nicely and the mustache now when he's talking particles of yesterday's food is in the mustache and he doesn't go to work he stays at home yeah Playing dummy. So the fact that he's mature working around doesn't mean that he's going to be a good husband. Yeah. So the point I'm making is that okay, marry for love. Don't marry for other reasons. Yeah. Sometimes you see a brother. You know, his spiritual is anointed. Only that he's walking, is that why is why is No, but but you see, in the marriage, walking is not very important though. You may have a brother who. A busy day. And I have a brother. This one has real love for you, cares for you. Come up with the right motive. Choose this one. in your team who doesn't want to play for you like Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't want to play for man you how many of you he doesn't want to play for them yeah, yeah I don't know what then should let him go then should let him go you, you can be the best whatever but if you don't want to play for us actually go yeah they should come to Brekum Arsenal so get a striker to go and help them Amen. Most people do things without having a love for it. 
if you love being a doctor, you discover the length and depth and height of it. You would go as far as you can. You can go in studies, in research, in acquiring degrees, in acquiring knowledge, and in acquiring experience. When I was in medical school, I had some classmates who really loved medicine. They were so excited to be trained to become doctors. They did everything to know the length and depth and breadth of medicine. They even attended extracurricular lectures. I did not have that love for the medical course I was doing. I wanted to do the basic minimum and get away with it. Whenever there was a special lecturer from America or elsewhere, I would not attend. I was not rooted and grounded in love for the medical career. I loved God and the ministry more. This is where I went deeper. When you are rooted and grounded in love for something, you start to look for the length and the breadth and the height and the depth of it. Amen. So number one, do more by loving more. Do more by loving more. Amen. And it starts with loving God. Amen. And how do you know that you love God? By obeying him. John chapter 14, verse 21. John chapter 14 and verse 21. He that had my commandments and kept them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be love of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. How do you know that you love God? Obedience. Hello? How do you, how do you know that you love God? Obedience to God. That's all. That's all. That's all. Put the scripture back. He that had my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Huh? Another translation. Another version. Whoever has those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. That's all. That's all. Straightforward. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. Amen. Next one. The person who knows my commandments and keeps them, that's, that's he. That's who loves me. Now, somebody will say, I love you. You know, I care for you. The person disobeys, the person doesn't love you. Amen. How do you know that you love your father? You obey your father. How do you know that you love your, your mother? You obey. How do you know that you love your work while you are working? Okay? You obey the things that are going on. You don't rebel against those things. Yeah. It is clear that Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't love man you. The whole preseason, he was not there. No, the whole preseason of about six weeks or eight weeks or so, he was not there. He didn't play any trial match. I don't know why they are forcing him to be there. Let him go. Now, any TV can come to a class of folk. He's looking for a team. Why Kotoko has gone? They have not, you know. He's looking for a, a place. Amen. 
The more you love God, the more obedient you'll be. If you have great love for the Father, you search for the depth and length and height and depth of obedience in God. You seek to be the most obedient child of God just because of your love for him. Hallelujah. But let's compare this verse with Matthew chapter 15 and verse 8. Verse 8. These people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In other words, they only say, we love you, we worship you, but their hearts is far. They don't obey God. Yeah. Okay? You shouldn't be that type of a child of God. You shouldn't be that type of a child of God. Yeah. You must obey God. Obey the word of God. Obey the commandments of God. When the Lord tells you something, do it. Yeah. One time there was somebody that I was helping, you know. I helped the person for more than 20 years. Yeah. But the person was misbehaving. Misbehaving. So I got to a point, I said, okay, no more help. No more help. Yeah. After several years, the person came back, begging. You know, I said, no, no more help. The person left. One time I was in my study praying, and the Lord said, show her mercy one more time. Show her mercy one more time. So since that time up to today, I'm helping the person again. That's what shows that I love the Lord. Yeah, even my mother. Even my mother. You know, when my father died, I've set up something for him and then somebody came to use force to take it. I said, no. This one, you can't have it. If he's gone, it's for my mother. I put my feet down like this. You can't have it. And the person too was bent on having it. And it went on for some time. It's many years ago. And the one time my mother told me, it's okay. Let him have it. Once she said that, I said, okay, you can have it. That is what shows that I love my mother. Love is obedience. Obedience is love. Yeah. Now you can say everything. If you are not obeying, you are not loving. Yeah. Eh? Amen? Number two. Do more by obeying more. Do more by obeying more. Philemon did more because of his obedience. Philemon did more because his obedience was more. Doing more is a sign that we are walking in obedience to God. Philemon chapter 1, 20 to 22. 
Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou would also do more, I see that, than I say. But withal, prepare me also a lodging, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. Number three, do more by loving more. Do more by loving more. Love Jesus more. Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Yeah. Peter was expected to do more than other disciples because he was expected to have more love for Jesus. Jesus expected him to feed the lambs just because of his love for him. The more you love God, the more you will do. Amen. Number four. Do more by loving by loving. Love the Holy Spirit. Love the Holy Spirit. Do you love the Holy Spirit? Eh? I'm really yearning for a camp dedicated to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself. Yeah. He's a wonderful person. And we must love him. Amen? But most of us don't love him because we don't know him. We know the Father, we know the Son, but we don't know the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Love the Holy Spirit more. You can do more when you have the love of the Spirit. Okay, there's something called the love of the Spirit. Romans chapter 15, 29 to 31. Romans chapter 15, 29 to 31. And I'm sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit. Are you seeing that? And for the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints. Those who love the anointing are those who go into the land and breath and height of the anointing. At our next session, we'll be talking about the anointing. You will seek to understand the anointing and to follow it if you love the spirit. You go into the depths of the lives of anointed people because you love the spirit. You not criticize anointed people because you love the spirit. Amen. Alright. And number five. Do more by loving people more. Do more by loving people more. Do more because of love and forgiveness. It is important to love people if you are going to achieve more with people. When you love more, you enter the length and the breadth and the depth and the height of looking after people. You will not enter the length and depth and breadth and height of pastoral work until you do it out of love. No one can be a good pastor because of a good salary. Good salaries cannot give you the motivation to go into the length and depth and breadth of caring for people. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5. 44 to 48. I read it from 44 to 48. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That you may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. And if ye salute your brethren only, what do you what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so. But be ye therefore perfect, even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. Love people. Uh, love your brothers and sisters in church, okay? Help people. Huh? Yeah. So that you realize that somebody has need. So that the person beg. The sister has been wearing the same shoe for two years. Pack shoes and bring it to her. Let brotherly love continue. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord send you deeper. And send me deeper. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Yes, Lord, we give you all the praise yes, Lord. We thank and you, Lord. all the glory and we all the, the honor. Give, you all the praise. give the Lord all the glory. Let's give God thanks. Let's, let's give God praise in the name of Jesus. Just thank him. Thank him for such a powerful word in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We thank you. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for blessing us today. We are so grateful in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of him and may be seated. Now, we believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakor Kaswa. Please note our service times. Sunday, 9.30 a.m., Jesus Encounter Service. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.